Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Good morning. As Lenny Kravitz is telling you right there, the Dodgers may be flying towards the league championship series. It's Thursday. The NFL is back. Major League Baseball playoffs in full swing. One more day until Keys Lakers may add one more title. There's so much to talk about. Tom Brady tonight. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin. Presented by Progressive Insurance. We are ready to rock and key. I just feel like LA sports is dominating life right now. It really and, the next 72 hours, 48, 72 hours. And the Yankees lost last night. I'm frustrated with our pitching. A lot of questions going on. Keys, Dodgers keep winning. The Lakers. What did you expect? Keep winning. The Rams. They're winning. I mean, it's fine. We we also, to a degree, we claim the Raiders in LA as well. They're not winning, so. Because yeah, you no. have told me, a fan of a certain age, even though they have been gone for decades, they've obviously yeah. been in Los Angeles, then yeah, Oakland, the Ra- and Las the, Vegas. The, the, what's so crazy about L.A. is, in terms of just the, the popularity, obviously it's the Lakers, the Dodgers, USC, you know, you start getting into the pro sports. The Raiders are, could fall into that third category, believe it or not. Because they were in L.A., L.A.'s proximity to Oakland, Vegas, that's all – you know, people grew up there, but the Raiders, they and you know who else is big out there? The Golden. Cowboys. How They're big Gold, everywhere. How about Golden State? The, no. Not in LA, per not in se. LA. For the younger But would kids, you claim them if both teams in LA were bad? You probably would still and say, yeah. Hmm. Say, a lot oh, of yeah. A lot of options for yeah. LA. I mean, that's just, yeah. you know. California, you really don't big really, state. The, the, just saying. A lot of teams in Northern California. Northern California <laughs> don't really mess with Southern California. Until, Southern California is. Don't really mess with Northern Californians until they really do. We come together. To Jay's we don't point, separate. To Jay's point, it could be a great, great deal here for SoCal because, as you mentioned, the Dodgers here are now on the brink of moving on to the LCS with their win, a very chippy win over the San Diego Padres, and it would be great for baseball if those two SoCal teams could form some sort of connection. I know Dodgers fans always think the Giants are their rival, but Padres back in the playoffs for the first time in 14 years would be great. Added Manny Machado, some star power down there. Lakers tomorrow, and the Rams are taking on the Washington football team, which is a total mess. So it might not be two for two, Jay. It could be three for three when you throw on the Rams. Let's talk about the operative number three. Dodgers ready to go. Game three could advance today. Move on. They're a three-to-one favorite to win the World Series. Dolly to steal Jay's gambling thunder. The shortest odds from Caesars' William Hill. I know you've had a lot of heartbreak as a Dodger oh, fan. A lot of heartbreak. I just got chills in my body when you said that. <laughs> but I'll be honest with Believe you. Right it now, it's a very early sample size. Nobody has looked better than the Dodgers. I mean, I think Braves fans could say we looked okay. But right now, the Dodgers look terrific. It- it's a lot of experience, though. They've been in this position before, right? I mean, they've won the division eight straight times. They've been in this the World Series the last couple years. I mean, when you when you think about the Dodgers, you 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 look at the roster. You can I can bat it all the way around from Seager to Turner to 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 Muncie to to Bellinger to Kershaw. I mean, you can go all the way around. It's stacked. The the the, the Achilles heel for us and a problem for us is our closer. And Kenley Jansen, what what is wrong with him? Like the ninety-five mile an hour cutters and fastballs are no longer. I mean, it was very evident last night. He threw about seven fastballs and about twenty-three cutters that dropped down into the low eighties, early nineties. And that's not, you know, when I say early nineties, I'm talking about ninety-one, ninety, eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Not getting it done. Not that's not. I can hit that. So when you look at it, it took Joe Kelly who scared me to death when he walked the two then finally got the third out uh, to come in and kind of bail us out. Now, Kershaw, six innings pitched, he gave up the two back-to-back homers, and I, I believe this is his 
I want to say it's either his third or fourth time in the playoffs in his career giving up back-to-back jacks. Does that worry you because he's the best lefty of his generation, but something happens when the calendar flips to, flips to October with him? No, it doesn't worry me at all because when he's giving up, they're solo jacks. They're not. It's not like he's giving up two and three run jacks or home runs, if just in case you're wondering. Um, no, not you people, I'm saying. <laughs> um, it, it doesn't worry me about that because I've seen him, when you count him out, I've seen him get the ball and do something totally different. You go back to two years ago, on short rest, he came in, he was dealing on short rest for a couple innings, got us out of there. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at that, I don't really worry about him as much as I do our closer. Our closer situation is interesting. The skipper and Dave Roberts has not made up his mind, Jay, on what he wants to do with the closer moving I, forward tonight. I love when I hear you talk as a, as a fan because every fan has something to worry about, right? There's always something like, what's going to happen, Joe Kelly? You know, he, he was able to walk Manny Machado. He walked Fernando Tatis. But look, at the end of the day, guys, there's always an element of luck that comes into any team winning any kind of championship. It's LeBron James and Ray Allen making a shot from the corner. Michael Jordan and Steve Kerr making a shot. It always happens. So to watch... You know, Gratterall come in last night. His first at-bat is obviously Fernando Tatis Jr., who knocks it, knocks it, and Cody Bellinger goes up to grab it. Those are the type of plays that I sit there and I watch as a fan being like, okay, here we go. It just seems like things are on the side for the Dodgers. Like, there's that luck element that factors into any championship key, and you have to be – I know you have questions – about certain things with your team, but you have to feel good at where you guys are at right now. No, you you feel good, but the biggest question is our relief pitching at the end. But there's questions for every team. Well, no, 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 no. That We're across the board as I start this conversation. I can go around every base and everybody in the outfield, behind the plate, in the bullpen, but when I stop in the bullpen, that question, that scares everybody, whether we have Buster only on with us or – or Pedro Gomez, whoever comes on, and you ask them about the Dodgers and the pitching and where we're at, the first thing they're going to point to is Kenley Jansen because a Great. guy can that comes pitching? in. Can we switch pitching then? We'll take all your pictures. We'll take them. That's what, <laughs> but, I'm just I asking mean, you to put it in perspective. Like when you start looking I, at I the under, finer caps. I understand. Our, you would love to have our pitching, and we would love to have uh, Mario Rivera come walking out of the dugout right now for us to close things out. But guess what? That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Switching gears here to the Yankees. Jay, to your point. Great. Let's go from a high to a low. Yes, indeed. The Rays taking a 2-1 series lead with a 7-2 win yesterday. Michael Kay, who is the voice of the Yankees and hosts the show on our flagship station ESPN 98.7 in New York, will join us again at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. This is his thoughts on what he saw last night. Then I'm going to give you some numbers that are going to blow your mind on the Yankees and the Rays. This is how I equate what the Yankees did yesterday. Mike Tyson climbs into a boxing ring, and his opponent is Pee Wee Herman. And Tyson insists that they play Jeopardy instead of box. That's what the Yankees did. Okay, so what he's speaking of there was a couple nights ago. But look, Are we so, calling Garcia Mike Tyson? <laughs> you're talking hey. about David Garcia, the 21-year-old that wasn't in there very much and didn't prove himself to be too effective. Bottom line is, last night it could have been a little bit of a, a role reversal there for Michael Kay's comments. Again, he'll join us at 
Here's the bottom line in this particular series. These two teams played 10 times in the regular season as you play every foe this year 10 Rays times. Rays have dominated. Right, Rays won eight. Okay, they won eight of the 10, and now they're on the verge of putting the Yankees on the brink. All right, now let's talk about this. Let this settle in your mind for a second. Garrett Cole makes $36 million this year. Oh, yeah, we have the highest payroll. It's ridiculous. Okay. 200 plus million dollars. always have the highest payroll. I know, I know, but yeah. the Rays have the third lowest, I'm by not the way. breaking news And here. they always have the lowest. Garrett Cole is making $36 million this year. The Rays combined hmm. are making 28 and, and, and I understand that. Yeah. But, but we are talking about New York, and we're talking about Tampa Bay. That, that, let's, we're talking about the Yankees. We're talking about big. Just, so tell is, me how is, they're on you, the verge you're gonna of a big always, collapse. You're going to always be big for the Yankees and the Lakers and the Dodgers. And the, that's just that's what it is. The payrolls are always going to be high. So when you look at it, you say, well, why not take the model that the, it won't work? That model doesn't work in New York, the well, Rays model. Keep in mind, your Dodgers are led by Andrew Friedman, who actually built the Rays. The reason Key's Dodgers have Andrew Friedman, one of the best executives in baseball running the team, is because he did more with less in Tampa. Now he's doing more with more in L.A. Just listen to this. Garrett Cole at 36, Stanton at 26, Tanaka at 23, Jay Happ at 17, Araldis at 16. All of those players... All of them make more than the Rays' highest-paid player, the pitcher Charlie Morton, at 15. And despite all of that and an $80 million payroll difference, the Yankees are on the brink. I was told not to respond because we have to go to break. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So you're looking at me. I'm just trying to keep the show moving. Gotcha. Thanks for following directions. Still to come, Patrick Mahomes does a handshake, a post-game handshake every single week. Why this one was so magnified and why he's not exactly apologetic about it. This... On the way. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. That's the question the league doesn't want to answer at this point. Who might be next? Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Zubin were presented by 
Progressive Insurance. We'll talk about this mess with Lou Riddick of Monday Night Football coming up at 7.30. We got Thursday Night Football tonight. Brady and the Bears will talk with Bears reporter Jeff Dickerson coming up here in about 14 minutes. But, Jay, you want to do, do something Just, yeah, real, real quick? quick? Because I got a great tweet. His name is at Zar Zula Inc. I think I said it correctly. He said the key... The, the key Man, just no, say I don't care the key about just no say, damn the key people just say he can hit an 88 mile an hour fastball. I don't think so, and it, it, that, it posed a great question. You're saying that you can? I, hit- I can't. I can't literally hit a damn 88 mile an hour fastball today. Why are you getting angry? First because you're reading some dumb tweet. I don't care about why, why what somebody on Twitter talking about. You're the one that said it. Why is it dumb? You know what we could do? I, I'm not listening I mean, to Jay this, Williams. This is a great challenge. I'm not listening to Jason Williams love, and his I, I love when little you call buddy. Me my full government his name. little buddy that he over there texting don't, with a uh, don't what are y'all sliding in each other's DM? Be, don't try to be negative and call my friends little to berate them. You don't need to do that. You're better than that. All I'm saying, this is a great challenge. I would love to see it. I cannot. Okay, let me let me let me clean it up so that I can. You. Keyshawn, stop talking over me. This is like a oh, wait. Debate. We, are we doing that? Oh, hey. Don't do that. Because I almost said something. <laughs> We're fine. Never mind. I, 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 just w- I would like to see somebody throw that kind of pitch and see Keyshawn take a couple swings I at it. I can't do it now. But in the past, I could. When I played baseball, I could. I can't do it now. Okay. Thank My bat speed is nowhere near. Thank you for clarifying. But, well, you go ahead and you just wasted about two minutes of our show. No, I didn't waste anything. This is great. Fans want to hear this kind of stuff. Go ahead, Zubin. I'm sorry. All right. Be a part of Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin Nation on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed. That's what ESPN happens when you got a little brother. <laughs> it's what? presented by Dr. Pepper. annoy you? Get underneath your skin? A little brother. It's official. College football's back, and so is your favorite <laughs> Dr. Pepper-loving college football town. Fansville, head to a store near you to treat your inner college football fan to an ice-cold 20-ounce box Dr. Pepper today. So we're hours away from the NFL beginning week number five with Brady and the Bucks. Obviously, we saw Mahomes and the Chiefs earlier in the week against the Pats. We know what happened with Cam Newton. We know what happened with Stephon Gilmore yesterday testing positive. And there was also a well-established and much-discussed embrace at the end of the game between Patrick Mahomes, the face of the NFL, the star quarterback of the Chiefs, and Gilmore, who was positive and played. And obviously, it leads you to believe that with the testing and the lag, that he essentially probably played the game while having the coronavirus. So Mahomes was asked yesterday what he thought when he heard Gilmore, who he had an embrace with after the game, had tested positive. I think you just have to uh, trust in the, the process and the protocols that are set in place. I mean, obviously, uh, knowing that I, I I went up to him after the game and just gave him the high five like I would, I, I've done my whole career and not thinking about it. It was, I mean, a little bit of a mental lapse, uh, just trying to be, show sportsmanship and stuff like that. But uh I mean, I feel like the, the protocols in place are good, and I just have to trust in that, wear my mask, uh, do whatever Rick and them say, and, and then uh, just trust in we don't all know what, what's happening in this world this time, but just accepting the challenge every single day of being uh, in the best place I can be to be available for the team. Being vigilant. Is this a big deal? Patrick Mahomes does not need to apologize and, and say, hey, I, I need to be more vigilant or, you know, that was some mental lapse. Everybody was shaking hands. Everybody was talking to each other. These guys are breathing on each other constantly throughout the course of the game. And you would think, Key, if you go into the game, we're all abiding by protocol. We're all taking tests constantly. This is a topic of conversation. Guys are sweating on top of each other. You're you're playing against each other, multiple downs and possessions. You're not going to think by me going over and just saying, hey, 
good game after we just competed for X amount of hours on the field that now all of a sudden I'm going to increase my chances of contracting COVID when everybody's been deemed negative. Yeah, it. if I was Patrick Mahomes, I would have did the same thing. I, I just it's, – it's natural to, to at the end of the games to walk over to your opponents and, and when you win, you lose, whatever. Coaches, I'm sure, were doing it. If you go back to week one and you fast forward to week four, every single game – You've seen the interaction. The difference is, it's Gilmore's Patrick Mahomes. It's a guy who's positive, and it's the number one guy right now in the National Football League. So it became a bigger story because of that than what it's probably worth. Now, here's what I would say. Patrick Mahomes, much like Jay said, doesn't need to apologize. Although he knew self-consciously it was a lack of judgment. He has a pregnant fiance. Did they get married? It's his fiance, fiance, right? Yeah, I think his pregnant fiance is at home, so he he he's aware of that. He's conscious of that. But when you out there, you competing, you just forget. At the end, you just like forgetting because we test. Even here, like I say, we test. We and so it's like okay, we test. Although you come in from wherever you were, you come in from wherever you are, we still are right next to each other, walking out the hallway, pounding, and you just. You forget sometimes. But, exactly, Ken. That's the bigger problem, though, is that Gilmore, who tested negative, then plays in that game, gets on the team plane with his other counterparts, flies back. Confined in a small space. Confined in a smaller ball, comes back, you know, spends time around the team, and then gets told later that he's positive. And, and that's the question at hand that the NFL has to deal with on the fly. A lot of these guys who test negative because the incubation process is a little bit longer than what you a expect. A little lag time that's there. That's the major issue. And though. so they're going to continue to just rapid test and also test outside of the organizations. And I know people are saying, well, how can they continue to keep counseling games? They're not going to continue to keep counseling games. Just like Cam Newton didn't play and, and maybe Gilmore doesn't play and they f- test, test, test till they get the clear to go and play the game, and if somebody else does, they'll just put them aside, put somebody else in the lineup, and keep moving forward. So that's the thing. So now the Chiefs are playing the Raiders, right? They're coming up. They're going to play. <laughs> How do you, you know, is obviously nobody's testing negative as everybody's testing negative as of right now, but if you're – here's what worries you about it. If you're following the history of, all right, will this happen again, which it feels like it's kind of – inevitable this is going to happen it pro- again it probably it probably will happen again but so it- if everybody tests negative but Gilmore is just around an entire team they played a game where maybe he was actually positive during that time does somebody from the Chiefs potentially have it can that happen with the Raiders again these are the questions we're going to be asking ourselves 24 7 365 we'll have some questions to ask Sam Acho who is the vice president of the NFL Players Association on how exactly all of this is being considered how they're taking care of the players and their communication with the NFL. That's on the way at 7.15. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Sam Acho, Lou Riddick, who will also be here to weigh in. All of those guests appear on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. Still to come, Key kind of broached it. We'll get into the specifics. What happens if the Titans can't play again this coming weekend? And wait till you see what Ben Roethlisberger has said about all this. The Steelers QB weighs in strong. That's on the way. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, 
Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. That is the question, fellas. Who could be next? Keyshawn J. Will Zuman presented by Progressive Insurance. The best person to at least help us understand what all of the NFL's players are going through is the NFL Players Association Vice President, Sam Acho, and he will join us coming up at 7.15 Eastern on the Shell Pennzoil Performance Line. A lot of contingencies have to be put in place because, as Jay said, you never know what might happen on a day-by-day, morning-by-morning basis. All right, so let's run through everything. After the Titans had their facility closed yesterday, after another couple of positive tests. This is a timeline from last week as the league continues to do their due diligence, and this is what we know. Again, this is last Wednesday. They found out that a group of players, after the organization had closed the facility and postponed their game with the Pittsburgh Steelers, a group of Titans players had worked out at Montgomery Bell Academy. It's a high school. They're the Big Red. Shout out to the Big Red there in Nashville. This is turning into a big problem, though, for the Titans. So that's the deal. They were out there on a high school field last Wednesday. Then the very next day, last Thursday, the NFL and the Titans informed players they were banned from any in-person gathering outside of team facilities after they got a whiff that the day before they were hanging out at the high school. Look, we saw Brady do it with the Bucks. I mean, these are things so that guys do. So the day do. after... They had their workout. That's when the NFL came and said, "Correct, no gatherings of any sort outside the facility." Well, they made it crystal. They made Crys- it crystal, crystal clear. clear. They right. made it crystal clear. So the NFL and the NFLPA again. We'll talk to Sam Macho, the vice president of the PA, the Players Association. Oh. I'm sorry, just a question. So was it already a rule before they? Because when you say they made it crystal clear, was it well, already was it? a rule I before I that? Was, I don't think it was a rule okay. before that that they couldn't work out with one another, even though they were not at the facility. Much like Z said in the offseason, players were working out together. It wasn't encouraged to do it, but guys did it. And NFL guys, when they're off, they still want to work out. And I'm sure I'm sure that to some degree they was told to get some work in, but they may have not been told to do it together. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off, Zuba. I'm sorry. I just want specification. That's no all. worries. So well, let's just recap this again, this situation. It's a three-day situation. Wednesday, they work out at the high school last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And as Key said, look, I mean, every local news chopper in Tampa was flying over high schools in Tampa watching Tom Brady out there, and it's nothing new. So that happens Wednesday. On Thursday, they inform the Titans the league does their ban from any in-person gatherings. Essentially, don't do it again. We know what you 
did yesterday. And then on Friday, both the NFL and the PA sent officials to Nashville to look into possible violations of procedures and protocols leading to the outbreak. The NFL has said from day one, our protocols are tight. The problem is people are not following those protocols. So that's where we are right now. So they're ready, perhaps, the NFL, to do severe things. It's not just finding people $100,000. It's not finding organizations a quarter of a million dollars. It's not taking away draft picks. They've actually talked about letting teams say, look, if you're going to do this, we're going to have you forfeit the game. If you're going to actually go there, this is how we're going to get your attention. It's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Adam Schefter, the league's best insider, who will join us at 9, 10 a.m. Eastern, essentially weighing in on if this scenario with the Titans and forfeiture could actually come to reality. If there is an egregious act, if they find wrongdoing, that they could order a team to forfeit a game. I don't think that's happening here. I don't think you're going to see the Titans forfeit a game in the near future. And I don't think that's something the NFL wants to use. It's easy to throw that out there as a threat. I think it's another thing to actually follow through. And there would have to be egregious behavior to have something like that occur. It's certainly, I don't believe, going to happen right now. But it's something that the NFL holds in its pocket in the event it finds a team that is brazen in the way it treats this virus. Straight talk, wireless, no contract, no compromise. The one thing that isn't being talked about is Mike Vrabel has essentially said he is on record. We have not flouted anything. We have not done anything wrong. We are abiding by the rules. The league clearly is not taking him at his word. And obviously, as Schefter said there, they're using their due diligence no matter what anybody says Do you think this is setting up for a major squabble here, Key? Because if there's any evidence, and I'm not saying Vrabel's responsible, if there's something going on in the secondary room and he's not there and he's dealing with the million things an NFL head coach has to deal with, but he's on record saying we've done everything the right way. If the league finds out that's not the case, what's Vrabel going to do? Well, look, first of all, Vrabel wouldn't say that if he didn't know, right? There's cameras in buildings, in their facilities. So I'm sure prior to him even stepping out, in saying that, he looked and checked it out with the security team as well as probably with the NFL and the NFLPA. Much like Adam said right there, it has to be egregious, right? It has to be just we're not following protocol whatsoever. We're going to do it our way. We don't care what the what Dr. Seals says. We don't care about the CDC. We gonna, That's not going to happen. Dr. Seals, the league's chief medical the, officer. It's, it's, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen. They, they've made some mistakes. Clearly, what those mistakes are, we'll find out, I'm sure. But it wasn't I – don't, I don't believe it was egregious. I don't believe that they just decided to do things on their own and not follow. Okay. The league is not convinced of that. Yeah, I don't think they're going to – Well, it's not, it's not that the league is not convinced. convinced the league it. is doing what they need to do, which is check it out to make sure. They would, they would, if they didn't check it out so, and make sure, that would be irresponsible. But if you're giving draconian penalties, what they're saying is, fellas, we well, know what's going on. We're going to find you money, then draft picks, which are gold, and then we're going to make you forfeit a game. They wouldn't well, put those measures in place. Well, they're putting them there, much like Adam said, to have it in their back pocket just but in case. They, they've you used always, one of them already. Which one do they use? The fining. Well, that's, that, that fining was more about them not doing what the kids, not the kids, the players not doing in, in Las Vegas, what they should have been doing, not only from an NFL standpoint, but also from a Vegas standpoint okay, in but, terms of the rules. But that's the problem. It, it seems like it's a moving target. Like what, what is, I guess, it's, depending upon being subjective, what is something that's finable? Like it is going out to dinner. Like it, I guess it goes back to this point. Is common sense that common anymore? Because I wouldn't go 
to a room if it was an enclosed area, even if it was for all my teammates right now, considering that we are still in the midst of a pandemic, right? But you and I, we, we, we were talking about this during the break, Keith. You would. You feel comfortable I, I, doing I, that to I, a degree, right? I probably would have gone for my teammates' charitable event with the rest of my teammates to a charitable event. I probably would have gone. Probably would have gone. But if somebody that was not my teammate had offered me to go to a charitable event, chances are I probably would have said no. So that, that's what I'm saying, Zubin. Like, it, this is a very subjective thing since I feel like all these lines are blurred, and that's where there's confusion at it. I wouldn't go. Key would go, but then would, Key would get fined for doing that. But then we want to criticize somebody like if Gilmore, you know, with the Patriots, then went to dinner with Cam, like, you're not allowed to go out to a dinner? I, no, I, no, I, I don't I, think. But here's the difference. I, I'm not saying that's finable. I'm not no, saying but that's I'm saying here's I'm the difference, saying, though, Jay Will, is they looked at the – the I don't know why I want to keep calling it a celebrity event, charitable event, as reckless behavior. That's kind of how they looked at that. Cam going to dinner, us going to dinner, that's like normal everyday life right now in the world. So we're talking about two to three people at a table, four people at a table opposed to however many in a, a confined space in a room. I just feel like sometimes how things try to get it gets put out there in the, in the public court of opinion. Right. It's uh, people are just really quick these days to jump on people. I, and I'll go back to the event in Vegas. I know it was for charity. I know I understand it was with teammates. But like those those are things to me that I would even think twice about doing right now. If one of my best friends could be like, hey, I'm having a charity event. It's for this cause. It's really big. I understand that. How can I donate? But like I don't know if I would go to a room full of people in an enclosed area. But you also you also have personal things in your life with your parent and with your mom and your daughter that also would would stop you from doing that because you're responsible. We don't know that those individuals have the same things. It's it's and what's so crazy about it? Usually, when you say you having a uh, an event, your organization would know that the players are having an event. Like the Raiders, to me would know that the players are – that this is not something that happened overnight. This is something that probably has been planned for weeks, right? You would think. You would that, think. You would think that he didn't come home one day and say, oh, I'm going to throw a charitable event tonight on Wednesday, and he planned it on Monday. But this goes back to the bigger point, though, Key. It's like if you're going to be in a room full of people, would you wear a mask? Would you not wear a mask? Like I, I wouldn't put myself in that position even if I, even if I didn't have kids – it, understanding where we are I right can't, now. I can't pandemic. sit here. I can't sit here and say that I would have a mask on. I'm not going to sit here and say I would have a mask on if I'm at a charitable event, charitable event with my teammates. I can't sit here and say that because I, I've been in places. I've walked through restaurants to sit down and eat without my mask to sit sit down and have something to eat and not have a mask on, and people walking by me. So I wouldn't. I don't know that I would say that I'm in a room. And I would have a mask on at a charitable event. So I, I'm, not going going here, I'm not going to sit here and say and that. I, I, respect, I, I understand that's I'm not going to sit here and say that. I, I, I would disagree with you. I would, I would have a mask on. But that, that's, where you get, that's where we get lost with this whole conversation. What is considered to be reckless? What is not considered to be reckless? And it depends upon subjectively how you look at the matter or what your conditions are around you that make you ultimately come to your conclusion on how you deem it. A couple of other comments, including from one of the biggest stars in the league. My bottom line is this. Look. I mean, you got two coaches that have contracted the coronavirus in Sean Payton and John Gruden that continue 
to flout some of these rules. I get it. The research says you can't get it twice, but obviously you can spread it to other individuals. Research doesn't say you can't get it twice. Some people have gotten it twice. I understand. I mean, overall, that is the, the mode of thinking, which is why when people do get it in recover, they tend to be a little bit more lax. That's what I'm saying. So those two guys have gotten it, and they continue to flout the rules. That's why the league has to be draconian. This isn't somebody saying, I can't get it. I'm not going to get it. These two guys got it. It kicked their ass, and they recovered from it, right? And they're still flouting the rules. That's part of the problem. So what should the Titans' penalties be? We want to hear from you. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What should they be? The league has a wide variance of things they could do. I mentioned one of the biggest stars in the NFL, Ben Roethlisberger. He weighed in on the situation. Listen to this, and then I think you'll be interested to see what the guys think about Big Ben's comments. Well, it's tough, um, you know, especially for someone like myself who was just kind of starting to get back into the flow of things. Um, it's not easy, but you gotta you gotta adjust, you gotta adapt, and do the best you can. Well, the league already tried to slow slow it down, so I guess I'm gonna start back over from scratch and hope this week. Um, you know, I didn't take take too far, too many steps backwards. So just try and see how it goes this week. I guess uh, I don't think they'll consider forfeiting our game, and of course we got the short end of the stick. What do you think about the short end of the stick comment? I I don't know how they would get the short end of the stick. I mean, what what's the short end of the stick? They I lost their bye week. It's a bye week, man. You ain't doing nothing any damn way but resting. Okay. I mean, it ain't you ain't getting no short end, no stick. You get three days to to kick your feet up. You're not going anywhere. You're not hopping on the plane and going on vacation. I, That's I, not the short end of the stick. There's a lot. I don't even want to get into no, it. No, 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 no. Is it tone deaf? Yes. Okay. There's the short end of the stick. A lot of people have died from this virus. I hear what you're saying in the bigger point. But Key, you know everybody looks at this thing. It looks at how it's affecting their lives. Now I'm not advocating for saying things like that publicly, but people it's only look three at three days in a bye people, week, man. I, people only look at their situation and how it affects them personally and their team. They don't look at the whole entirety. We're not talking to politicians. We're talking to people sometimes who get lost in their own emotions, how it affects them. Does that make sense? No, it, it, it makes sense. But the short end of the stick talking about a bye week, you get three days to do what? You get three days to do what? There's nothing you – what, you going to go and watch film? So now how many weeks you play in a row? You know? How does that it, affect your body? It, how many weeks have you played in a row? Did I, I, did play, you, I played plenty weeks in a row. Did and it didn't, forward, it did didn't you, even look – You didn't never even, look forward to the bye week one time? Only time I would look forward to the bye week is so at the time, I can go to Miami and hang out. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. That's the only reason why. It wasn't because my body needed rest. And my mind needed rest. It was because I was just ready to go hang out. So, but you can't you can't sit there and say that for some other people. They I'm not saying they don't that want their body I, to get I, I'm rest. not saying that. But to complain about the short end of the stick is majorly tone deaf. I mean, come on, man. I'm not about to sit there and agree with that. Not at all. Not even close to it. I'm just saying. I I, I hear when people talk. I don't look at everybody like they're speaking for humanity, and I understand this tone deaf. I'm just saying for Ben to play. X amount of weeks straight in a row, you may not find that to be meaningful for you when you played because maybe your body held up. Maybe you're just different. Maybe you're a freak athlete. You're hell of durable. I don't know. For Big Ben, who suffered through injuries, maybe they look forward to the bye week. He's coming off injuries. Maybe for him, that time is, is critical to him. Maybe it is, Jay. Will. I, I Put it this way. It's something that he shouldn't have said. I'm going to leave it at that. Fair enough. Speaking of critical, Jay, you said the word critical. It is critical mass for the Bears if they want to save their season. Yes, they're just 3-1, and one, but they made a QB switch. They're yeah. trending in the wrong direction. They got Tom Brady and company. 
tonight. Mm. What does it all mean for the Chicago Bears? We'll talk about that in just one minute. But first, let's go from A to Z. And from A to Z is brought to you by Redbox. New at Redbox, Irresistible, a hilarious comedy from writer-director John Stewart. John Stewart back in the mix, starring Steve Carell and Rose Byrne. Visit redbox.com for all the ways to watch. Stewart has become a director in his post-political days. The Lakers, this is great, Key, switching to the Black Mamba uniforms for a potential title-clinching game tomorrow, 9 Eastern on ABC. Jane, the countdown crew at 8.30. ESPN radio coverage begins at 8.30 Eastern as well. Mark Kestisher on the call every single second of the finals. Might just be 48 minutes more. It can be heard on ESPN radio. Lakers win 17th championship, tying them with their arch rival, the Celtics. From the L.A. basketball scene to the L.A. baseball scene, Cody Bellinger hit a home run. Yard! Robbed a home run from Fernando Tatis Jr. Dodgers win 6-5 over the pods. They take a 2-0 series lead. It's been very chippy. The league division series, as you know, is best of five. So now the Padres are on the brink. The Rays have put the Yankees on the brink with a victory. They lead 2-1 in their particular series. And I just want to consistently mention the Rays payroll, $80 million less than the Yankees. Garrett Cole by himself making more money than the entire Rays payroll. Oakland avoided elimination with a win over the Astros, so they cut the deficit in half. 2-1 Braves, 4-0 this postseason. Very quietly excellent pitching, blanking the Marlins yesterday. They're up 2-0. They can put the fish on the brink of elimination. All four League Division series are on ESPN Radio, and all four will be contested today. And as I mentioned with the NFL, Tom Brady and the Bucks looking for their fourth straight win after that tough start in New Orleans. They'll take on the Bears on Thursday night football. The Bucks are banged up. Chris Godwin hasn't played for a bit. Justin Watson has a chest injury. Shady McCoy's got an ankle. They're all out. Leonard Fournette's dealing with an ankle. Likely to not play. Mike Evans has an ankle injury. And as you may have heard, O.J. Howard, their great tight end, has been placed on injured reserve. He has an Achilles injury that he suffered on Sunday against the Chargers. So speaking of the Bears, the weekend starts here. We're ready to go. It's Thursday night football. It's the Bucks. It's the Bears. Jeff Dickerson covers the Bears 24-7, 365 for ESPN. And he tells us why the Bears believe in Nick Foles even after that first start after he got the gig, the benching of Trubisky, the terrible performance against the Colts. He says tonight will be different for Nick Foles. They say Foles is a nine-year veteran who's had bad games before and recovered the next week. Matt Nagy even said prior to last week's loss to the Colts that Foles is going to have some bad moments. It's not going to all be pretty. But they feel long-term, this season at least, that the good will override the bad. Foles is in no danger of losing his job. There's no talk about going back to Mitchell Trubisky. Bears fans, though, were not happy with Foles last Sunday. But a solid outing on Thursday night will certainly swing public opinion back in Foles' favor. Key, you kind of were laughing as uh, Jeff Dickerson, not at Jeff. Jeff was just relaying the information there, but uh, they seem a little more bullish on Foles, and I can guess by your uh, reaction you may not. No, it's cool. If if I'm Matt Nagy and I have a relationship with the quarterback and he understands my offense and we feel that he gives us the best chance to win, then I'm with it. I, I get it. You like it, I love it. I'm I'm fine with that. The problem that I have, he's completing about, since he's taken over, about 59% of his throws is that enough to get wins yes if you're getting the pressure from an injured Khalil Mack which Khalil Mack is hobbled you're not going to be getting the same production out of that defense it, it, it when you look at Nick Foles Nick Foles has had some bright moments in his career for a handful of games doing seasons when people say oh well we got to go to the backup 
typically guys are backups for a reason. And I know the love fest with Nick Foles has really kind of rejuvenated itself after the Super Bowl or after the playoff run with the Philadelphia Eagles. Everybody was dialed in. Oh, Nick Foles, the Jacksonville Jaguars, hook, line, and sinker. Paid him big money after winning a Super Bowl for the Philadelphia Eagles. Goes and gets hurt in Jacksonville. Minshew takes over, does just enough to get him moved on. Jacksonville looked at it and said, no, nah, we don't want to spend that type of money for that. We made a mistake. We're going to get that mistake to the Chicago Bears. They have Mitch Trubisky. He doesn't live up to their billing. They insert Nick Foles in the offense who should have a grasp of the offense given the fact that it's similar to Philadelphia's offense and similar to Kansas City's offense when he was with Andy Reid. Didn't do so well in his first week as a starter. Second week, you want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I don't think Todd Bowles is going to give him the benefit of the doubt. The defensive coordinator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think those guys, which to me are playing pretty good football, are going to try and go get him and make him throw the football, make him win the football game. And that's something I just don't see happening right now, Jay Will. If I'm Matt Nagy, I'm scared to death of what I'm rolling out there exactly. in Nick Foles at the quarterback spot. Zubin, let me ask you a quick question. Uh, what was Mitchell Trubisky's record this year? It was 3-0. Oh, okay. All I'm saying is I don't know why we have to live in such extremes. Everything has to be so concrete all the time. This will never happen. Nick Foles is a starter forever. If there's one thing you should know about 2020, Matt Nagy, is expect the unexpected. Keep people ready. Keep quick, them ready to go. Quick thing on the Chicago tip. Michael Jordan, last dance giveaway on the way. Still to come, Riverboat Ron gambling, but will he come up snake up? Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. 